0: have a confession to make. I am a morning person. My natural clock wakes me up early. So really creating a morning routine was something I learned to do early on. But I know that many of you mamas are in a season of life where you're either staying up way too late, or maybe you're getting up a few times at night with your kids. Or like me, I just wake up all the time. That's that's my problem. But you just don't want to set an alarm any earlier than you have to. My friend, Kaysen, was the same way. She tried for years to be a morning person and wake up an hour earlier than she needed to, but she could never stay consistent with it, which really ultimately led to her feeling like a failure. Wow. The key for her to maintain a morning routine was to start small and build from there. Kaysen Schultz is a wife, girl mom of three, speaker, mentor, and host of Her Pursuit, a top-ranked podcast for moms. She helps moms simplify routines to create more time for themselves. She does this by equipping moms with tools to create an intentional life they're proud of so they can confidently show up as the women and mothers God created them to be. Kathan believes when we partner with God and take tiny steps of action, our lives will be transformed and reflect the abundant life God promises us, regardless of our season in motherhood. So if you're looking for ways to find more time for yourself, then keep on listening. Let's step into the fire with Kaysen. Hey mama, welcome to Red Hot Mindset. Do you want to find yourself again outside of motherhood and clarify your God-given goals? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering how to find simple systems to keep you on track? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel guilty prioritizing your interests over others' needs? Hey, I'm Gabe. I too was a busy working mom who lost herself to motherhood. I sacrificed my own dreams to take care of my kids. I was pulled in a thousand directions with too many to-dos piling up. I desperately wanted to find a way to create simple systems so I could create a work-life balance and be present for my family. I wished I could enjoy interests of my own outside of motherhood, but I kept telling myself I didn't have what it takes, others would judge me, and that me time was selfish. Until I found out a little secret. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. Yours do too. In this podcast, you will discover how to clarify your goals, how to plan with purpose, and how to ditch your distractions and simplify your home so you can find yourself again and turn your passions into purpose. In order to have a red-hot mindset, we need to be willing to step into the fire of refinement so God can mold us into women ready to crush our goals His way. I've learned to use my interest in running to enhance my productivity and spiritual growth. I believe that life is one massive marathon, and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Lace up those running shoes and step into the fire with me, because I know you will come out stronger. Hey, Kaysen, welcome to Goal Driven Mom. So excited for you to be here.
1: Hey, Gabe, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yes, yes, for sure. And before we dive in, I would love for you just to share a little bit about yourself and your family in your business, just so we can get to know you a little bit better.
1: Of course. So I'm married to, it sounds cheesy to say, but my high school sweetheart, we met when we were 14 and 15, dated off and on through high school, college, got married, pretty young, um, had a quite a journey to getting pregnant. But then we we got pregnant. I have three girls. They are seven, four, and two. And I'm just passionate about helping busy stay-at-home moms simplify routines and time management so that they can find more time for themselves. Mm. I love it.
0: So high school sweethearts, that's awesome. So on and off though. So you had your issues that you had to work out, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, like we were definitely kids just trying to figure it out.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I love it. We don't have that quite of that story. We knew each other in high school. I didn't really like him like that in high school. He asked me to date him. I said no in college, you know, that kind of thing. But somehow we ended up together. God knew what he was doing. So yeah, it's cool for sure. Oh, I love it. So today we're diving into creating a simple morning routine that will give us moms a, sh- a short bit of me time, right? Me time is something that we don't have so much of um, so that we can make time for our own goal you know, for our own interests and the passions that we feel like our callings that God has given us and placed on our hearts. So why would you say that it's important to create a morning routine? What benefits does it have for us as moms?
1: Yeah, that's a super good question. I, I feel like there are so many benefits. Some of those are structure, you know, an opportunity to get grounded and start the day centered and focused You are less reactive because you've had time and space to wake up, you know, clear the sleep from your eyes and figure out where you are and what day it is and process, you know, what you're doing for that day. And even if you don't have a plan or if you don't know, you know, you still have an opportunity to get still, to turn inward, to reflect, to check in with yourself and set an intention before the day really gets started. Mm, That's so good.
0: And I know for me, when I miss the morning routine, now that I've done it for so long, if I miss it, I feel like my day just starts out really rough and it can be, I'll get to the end of the day and go, what happened? Mm -hmm. And that's usually, if you either, I it's part of my morning routine is getting in the word. So it's most likely that I didn't connect with God in the morning. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's one of the things that is so important is what is it that you need to do right away in the morning in order to have that fluid day, even when things come, you know, because you're going to have all these bumps and stuff along the way too, and you have to be flexible, but what is it for you that makes that difference? So, yeah, I love that. And mostly, most of the moms listening are really goal-driven moms or moms who are working on trying to create a goal for themselves, trying to figure out who they are outside of motherhood. Um, so how can we connect having a morning routine with actually finishing your goals? Are those things related at all? Is there a way for them to connect?
1: I I think that a morning routine actually gives you more margin to accomplish those goals because you can essentially use that time for anything. That's what I found to be true in my own life, at least. Even when I started out small, I'm still working towards something. I'm still pursuing a goal during that time. And so the consistency of a morning routine for me has spread into consistency in other areas of life. And it's helped me accomplish many goals just for the simple fact that I'm getting a jump start to the day. Mm, Yeah, so true. And I feel
0: like a lot of times in the morning is when I do work towards some of my goals, because some of mine are in like writing and things like that. So I can do that in the morning when everyone's still sleeping. And, but, or just think about it or plan about what, how am I going to add that thing to my day? Because who Mm -hmm. wants to add another thing on their plate? We already have too many things. So, but when we have that time just to sit and reflect and plan, I can see how that can relate to um, creating those goals and going for them. So one thing I want to hear is your story because I know it. I talked about how you tried it the hard way. You tried getting up an hour earlier, but that didn't work for you. So before we go through these steps to create a simple routine that you've kind of found the secret for, um, why did you start your routine? What, what what frustrated you about it in the beginning? I'm, I'm guessing that you probably wanted to quit on it because it wasn't working for you. So how does it, it helps you to pursue your own goals and be present? In motherhood,
1: I'm gonna reverse rewind. I guess I should say a little further back. I wanna, I wanna kind of share that when I became a mom eight years ago, I was very much stuck in survival mode. I was, you know, I was in desperate need of time and space for myself. Life was happening to me. I had no control over it. I felt like I felt like a hot mess. You know, I was dealing with some postpartum depression. I was dealing with postpartum anxiety. I had no motivation, no structure. And I always just felt like, you know, why can't I get it together? And I really did hit rock bottom, um, you know, a couple years into motherhood. And re- really, that first year was just so, it was like, you know, I'd been, my life had been sucked up and then spit back out in a million pieces. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know who I am. What is going on? And so I think I had tried to implement some sort of structure, some sort of morning time at that point, but it just wasn't something that I could sustain because I was setting alarms for an hour early or something that was totally like not maintainable. And so what I did was at that point, I was making rhythms more so a thing. So I was building this rhythm structure six years into motherhood, I guess you could say, because I kind of did a timeline. Okay. When did I actually start working through these things? But I believe there are seasons where rhythms fit better than a structured morning routine when we need less structure or, you know, it's just not possible depending on your season in motherhood. So I set a goal for the year. I think it was 2020. I think it was 2020. And so I had a, about a five month old, a three-year-old and I think a five-year-old. I could have the ages way off, but they were little. That's the point is they were little. That's the point I'm trying to make. And so I wanted to build a morning routine that I could stick to. And to be honest, I didn't think that it was going to last because it never had in the past, but it did. And I truly believe it's because I started small. I started with just five minutes. I'm not kidding. It was five minutes and alarm for five minutes earlier. And sticking to that simple morning routine has built the confidence and belief in myself that I can follow through with something. I can actually do what I set out to do. Because like I said, I attempted to do this over and over for years and I just couldn't sustain it. I was setting my alarm for way too early because, you know, if if you don't get up at 6am or 5am, then it doesn't really count. Right. So I was trying to like go big and I was going home because it was just, it was, I was losing at that game. It was not a good thing. And then you have this cycle of failure and shame and all these things. But I, and I know somebody listening is probably like five, five minutes, really? Like what what's the big deal? We're skeptical of what does not sound big and drastic and flashy and showy and appealing like five minutes. What's the big deal? But It's a huge deal because it has completely transformed my life, which sounds so extreme, but it is absolutely the truth because I have more margin in my life. I have more time and space for what matters to me. So if that looks like getting in the word, which for me, it does, that is the first thing that I try to do in the mornings. And then if I have time, I can do some of these other things like work tasks or maybe some type of movement. I'm kind of playing around with that now. Um, You know, what fits best? into the day now that I'm making that a priority as well. And so really just starting small is the way that we build consistent goals that we can sustain and maintain.
0: Mm, so good, because I talk about that a lot, just in goals in general, and don't, you know, it is good to dream like have big dreams, have big visions. But when it really comes to the goal, you're going to pursue you really need to create one that's going to be somewhat realistic for you. It can be a little bit bigger, but it has to be something you can believe that you can do. And you need those stepping stone goals along the way. Because if we don't see the results, we're going to quit on ourselves. Kind of like you said, if you start with five minutes and you're like, I win, I got five minutes early. And I've done this consistently for a few months now. Okay, now we can make it 10. And then we can make it however long, however many hours you want to get up before. But but if we start too big, then we will more naturally quit on ourselves because it just feels so much more out of reach and so much more impossible to do. So mm-hmm. I love how you are breaking that down just even in the morning routine. And I think about those five minutes too, even as transition time. So a lot of times I know when I, I lose my pieces when we're rushing, rushing, rushing to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. Whereas if I say, okay, I'm going to start this five minutes earlier. We get out the door in peace and we get placed and I don't have to rush. I don't have to speed. I don't have to do all these things. And it really creates um, that space, like just that calming and peaceful atmosphere that we want to have so that we can react or re- really respond better in different mm-hmm. situations when we have that extra time. So having that additional, even if it's just five minutes to get up to breathe before your yeah. kids get up, I mean, that's huge. Yeah. huge. So yeah, so good. So I know many moms are going to be listening here and they're probably saying to themselves, I, know I should create a morning routine case in, but I can't get myself out of bed an hour earlier to make this happen. Or even maybe they were thinking, I can't get myself out of the bed five minutes earlier, let alone an hour or whatever you you want me to do. And I know you weren't naturally a morning person going into it either. So how did this work for you? Like, how did you, are you now a morning person or are you just now a disciplined person?
1: (laughs) Okay. I love this. I love everything about this question It's so good. Okay. So like I said, I did start five minutes earlier and this is what I did. And then I'll answer some of the other parts of the question, because I think it's so good, but I would sit up in bed and I would just try to bring more awareness to my body because I've struggled with anxiety for as long as I can remember. And for me, anxiety is either the fear of what's to come or the worry about what's already happened. So basically like stuck in the past or we're, we're in the future. In some sense, it's like you rarely feel present or grounded or even in your body when anxiety is triggered. And so I started asking myself just a few check-in questions. I kept it really short, really simple. Like I said, I would sit up on my bed as soon as my alarm went off and I would kind of just try to bring awareness. And I would ask myself, I had to write these things down or put it into the notes. You can put it in the notes of your phone, um, whatever it is you want to focus on. But for me, it was, how am I feeling? How does my body actually feel? What am I carrying from yesterday or a week ago, a month ago, a year ago? What is it that I woke up that's kind of heavy on me today? Is anything weighing on me? Um, and then what am i believing about myself what am i believing is possible for me and i started to think about the possibility i set an intention and you know the world may call it an affirmation which i believe christians can focus on affirmations but we just have to make sure they're rooted in scripture we have to be careful because the world likes to to point us to self and i agree that to an extent we need self awareness but we we need to know ourselves yes but the answer you know does not lie within self and so And and that can be kind of tricky because yes, the Holy Spirit dwells within us, which is another conversation for another day, but self is not truly the answer. So this balance of going inward and then also focusing on the Holy Spirit and who God says you are, the promises of his word. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm not a morning person. I'm still not a morning person. I would not consider myself to be a morning person. My covers are still just as cozy and just as warm and just as tempting to stay in now as they were then. And I tell moms that if I have to leave my excuses at the door, then so do you. And that is a little bit of tough love, but it's the truth because I could still come up with every excuse in the book as to why I do not need to set that alarm in the morning. I don't really have to do it. I don't have to do it. So you may not ever be a morning person. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm ever going to wake up singing and dancing like my mom always used to do. And maybe because that drove me crazy, but you know, you can learn to love morning time because of what it can do for you. So it's choosing something hard and uncomfortable in the moment because you know, it makes you a better version of yourself in the long run, which again is not a popular idea because we, you know, culture and and we really as humans are about instant gratification and doing what feels good to you. And, I believe those things are really dangerous to get sucked into because what feels good to me is I want to sleep in my bed for as long as possible. You know, what feels good to me is not always the right thing or what God has called me to. So to answer your question, no, I'm not a morning person. I would consider myself to be much more disciplined than I was and and maybe a little more structured, but I like to use the word intentional as well. And, and I know you're a fan of that word as well. And It's really just focusing on making the most of our time and our efforts and our energy. Like you said, I have moms tell me all the time, when I don't get up even a little bit before my kids, I have a completely different day. And there's just something to having that set focus time, whether it's two minutes, whether it's one minute, one minute is a really long time. If you were focused on one specific task, like it would be hard for your concentration to not break for one minute, so maybe you start there. Maybe you start with two minutes, and you just kind of take some deep breaths before your kids come running in or the baby starts crying on on the monitor. It's just about starting where you can with what you have, and like I said, leaving the excuses at the door. Because for me, it just was very black and white. Like I either want to be different, I either want to change, or I don't, and that's the point that I had gotten to. Is I was so sick of where I was, how I felt, who I'd become really, that I was like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm done with this version of Kason. I want to step into the abundant life, the, the joy-filled life, a life of peace and calm that no, isn't perfect all the time, but that God promised me in his word and who he says that I am. And so I know you talk a lot about rewriting beliefs and there was some work that I did and still do there in the morning time with that. Um, But that comes back to setting that intention for the day. What do you believe is possible? What does God say about you in his word? Not what do you feel like in the moment or what are you choosing to believe because you've always believed it, but choosing truth and letting that be the focus of your day. And I think you're right. As Christian moms, there's just something about that. When When we can focus and dwell on the one promise, the one truth from scripture all day long, and recall it when we're having the hard times, there there is a lot to be said for that. I think it can change your life. I know it can. Mm,
0: You said so many good things there, but I love how you brought it back to intentional and really being intentional with our time, with our focus, with where God is calling us. Because if if you're a Christian, God is calling you into the field in some form. Like he has already given you calling work to do. And that could be raising your family. It's calling work. It doesn't mean you have to go start a business. It doesn't mean you have to go do write a book or do those other things. You're called right where you are. Mm -hmm. But we need to be intentional with that. And intentional with our thoughts and with our emotions. Because, I mean, as women, we're emotional beings. We were were created that way. We were created with so many intense feelings. And Mm -hmm. if I listen to my feelings every time, then I wouldn't do anything. Like I would yes. be like you, I'd be like, go curl back up in bed. Yes. Warm. I don't know why the morning bed sheets are way warmer than at night, right? So
1: yes, my husband and I have that conversation all the time. We're like, why is the bed so cozy first thing in the morning when we have to get up?
0: Yes. Yes. But if we didn't get intentional with that, then we would be no good to, for God to use. Like mm-hmm. he wants to use it. He wants to use willing hearts and we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to have the strength or the ability. Like you said, our strength and ability, it comes from him, but we do mm-hmm. need to be intentional. We have to be willing to get into the action mode, which means stepping our feet out of our bed and maybe a little bit early, even if we're not morning people. Mm-hmm. Or for me, it's, I have a really hard time staying up late, but sometimes I know I'm kind of called to it when there's, if something's going on with the kids or if some, you know, if I need to get something done, I need to be disciplined enough to up that extra five minutes that I don't want to stay up so for me it's the opposite and I I don't I struggle with that because I'm like oh my bed's calling me I'm tired Mm -hmm. I don't want to do anything anymore and that's when then when I'll start getting those thoughts of like oh this is too much I don't want to do this anymore and and all the things I will want to throw everything out um the window. So, and I know some of these mamas are like, that's how I am in the morning when you make me five minutes early. So so let's talk about how to create a simple routine. Um, I really love making things simple because as my listeners know, that's my word for the year. How can I blank simply? Because that's my goal. I just want to do things simply. It doesn't mean I need to do it uh, fast or quick or, or easy. I just want to simply do it. Like, how can I make my work easier or not easier, but more simple? How can I make a better workflow? And really creating a morning routine can help with that. It can help us simplify our day even. And so I'd love for you just to share a little bit about how can we begin this morning routine and do it simply.
1: Yeah. I love that your word is simple because I also love the word simple. My brain shuts down when I try to do things any other way. And so in my content and anything that I put out, all of my messaging is this does not have to be complicated. This does not have to be overwhelming. I know that it feels that way because I've been there and I still am there with certain things and in certain seasons, but when it comes down to it, there is a way to make it simple. There's a way to break it down and there's a way to let it be easy and just do what you can. So you you do not have to do things in extremes. First of all, you don't have to do things perfectly. I think there are some mindset shifts that we have to make first. We don't have to go all in or set the alarm for an hour, an hour and a half earlier. We don't have to do things perfectly in order for them to be significant or make a difference. So the first thing is really to just evaluate your season. We kind of talked about that already. Does a morning routine make sense for me right now? Because two months postpartum is probably not the best time to implement, you know, a scheduled wake-up time each day. Because, you know, I have no idea if you're even going to be sleeping through the night. So I encourage moms to at least, you know, make sure you're sleeping through the night so that it makes sense. Just give yourself permission that, you know, because if you're there now and you're listening, just give yourself permission that this can be fluid for a season and you can work toward rhythms for now. Okay. So if you're sleeping through the night, you're like, yes, I need to get up. I need to get into the word. I want to work out or sip coffee in peace, get work done or sit in silence, whatever it is, like whatever your reason is, then you determine, okay, what time do my kids usually wake up, which was 6.30 AM for my kids. So not only am I not a morning person, but my kids apparently are. So then you can approach this one of two ways. I feel like the way that you're going to, well, I don't want to say make sure that you're successful, but the most likely to be successful is if you start with the five or the 10 minute alarm and fitting in what you can into that space. Because if you say, well, I want to do my hour long, you know, run on the treadmill or I want to do yoga for 30 minutes. Well, then you're back at square one. You're not able to sustain that because it's just too much. So we're not basing this on an activity. We're basing this on a time frame. And then if you're anything like me, you know, you've tried and it hasn't worked out, you're just going to end up feeling like a failure and those feelings are going to keep you stuck. So start with the five or 10 minutes, set your alarm. A, a, A very practical tip is to put the phone out of reach or the alarm out of reach so that you cannot hit snooze and that you have to get up out of the bed to turn it off you know, I feel like that is very simple. And moms are like having this light bulb moment, like, oh my gosh, I've never even tried that or thought of that. But that's like a surefire way that I cannot hit hit snooze and I have to get up. So just a practical tip there, you can try. And it's really that simple. And then I can talk about this a little bit later, but it really does, like you said, start the night before you have to prepare, you have to have a plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so true.
0: I love that. I, I don't have my phone in my room. So I have a little mini alarm clock, just a battery operated. People don't even know what those are anymore. <laughs> but, um, but that works for me. But I have done that in the past where I will set it away from me. Now I'm disciplined enough. I wake up and I get up because at that point, I, I I have some things in my head. Like I said, I'm really careful with my thoughts and things. And in the morning, a lot of times I'm thinking, okay, I could go back to bed for another half hour, but it's going to make me more tired. And, or I think about the fact, so now I look at it and go, I don't get up. I don't get me time. And so I think about that and I go, okay, well, I know I might be a little sluggish at first, but it will fill me up because I get that time with myself and with myself and with the Lord and just being able to do what I want to do for that short time and be ready for the kids when they get up. So I, I reframe that and go back to that when I struggle, when the alarm goes off and I just don't want to get up. Also, I think about the fact that I get up, I go to bed really early. I probably go to bed before my kids. Now my kids are a little older, so they can, and my, my husband's a night owl. So he makes sure they do get to bed, but I don't have to worry about that anymore. And so I go Mm -hmm. to bed when I want to, which is so weird. It's a different for me. So I go to bed early. So when I, my alarm goes off, I'm like, okay, well, I could stay in bed, but I've already gotten seven or eight hours of sleep. So do I Mm -hmm. need more than that? I probably don't at this point. So I just kind of think about those things as I'm waking up. And then I say, okay, I'm just gonna, It's almost like, um, I can't remember who it is, but does the rocket like the one, two, three, and then you do it or whatever you count to three I can't remember who it is. That's going to bug me. But anyway, so she says that even in the morning, like just count to three and then just do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I love it. And so when it comes to, all right, I have these five to 10 minutes. What do I do? How do I pick what I do?
1: Yeah. So I would say to, you can make a list if you want to do that. What would be some things that you think you can fit into that time? Like I said, five to 10 minutes is a long time, but it's not long enough for you to go run, you know, six miles. So we're going to have to do what makes sense in this period of time. What are your priorities? What do you need? What do you want to feel more of? What do you want more of in your life? If you're a Christian mom, if you say, I want more time in the word, well, there you go. You can fill it with scripture, prayer, prayer journaling, reading a book, sipping your coffee or your tea. I'm actually actually don't drink coffee. Fun fact, I'm not a coffee person. So I, I started, you know, tasting different teas because I wanted to feel like, I don't know, I guess like an adult and have this warm mug in my hand. I don't really know what it is, but now I drink hot tea. And so that's one of my things that I do in the morning. But like I said, a morning routine starts the night before. So make a plan. What are you going to do for those five minutes? Are you just going to check in with questions? Do you want to read scripture? You know, choose one thing and then prepare for it the night before. Set the stage, prepare your space. So set out your Bible or your map to stretch or get the coffee maker ready. Go ahead and make this as automatic as possible, because you're going to encounter so much resistance when you are doing anything for the first time or trying to create a new habit, your brain is going to give you every single excuse to not get up or to get back in the bed. So you want to remove some of the hurdles so that it's more seamless and just flows. And we know what to do, when to do it, how to do it. And then you're at least more prepared when the time comes to execute. So I would say, think about what you want, think about what you need, and then Don't just stop there. Like, don't just write it down and say, okay, I know I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to read my Bible. Well, where are you going to read your Bible? Are you going to get up? Do you have a desk you're going to go to? Do you have a chair you're going to go to? Are you going to read it in your bed, sitting up? What is the plan? So that the brain kind of knows what to expect when this alarm goes off. And then sometimes I would even forget in the morning. And so I would write it down and I would put it on my bedside table. Like, okay, what am I focusing on this morning? What am I doing first thing? What is happening? Because It's like you wake up and you almost feel like a zombie. You have to kind of wake up a little bit and you're like, oh yeah, I said I wanted to do this. So if you can have, you know, maybe you are going to stretch, have your clothes or your shoes or whatever prepared in your space set up and predetermined so that you're not number one, wasting your time when you get up in the morning during that, you know, me time that is very limited at first, or if you have littles that you aren't sure when they're going to wake up Um, and then have a plan. So it's really case by case. It is very individualized. Whatever you feel like that you need as a mama, whatever you want more of. Mm.
0: Yes, for sure. And I do that in the night too. I actually set out my outfit. So if I know I'm going to do strength that morning, I set out my strength outfit. And then I set out my running outfit and I set out my day. <laughs> so I have those things out and ready so I can just grab it and go and know when I see my outfit, I know what I'm doing kind of exactly. A thing. Because yes. um, I know I've gotten in a habit now that I know that I'm going to go get in the word or journal and things in the morning before I do that. And then I do whatever my outfit says. <laughs> so yeah. that works for me. I and I that. actually have done post-its too on the mirror, on the bathroom mirror, because I know I'm going to go right into the bathroom in the morning. So mm-hmm. if I don't remember what I'm going to do, or if I have something in my head, like, oh my gosh, I can't forget that I need to do that this morning, or that's what I was going to do. I write it on a post-it and throw it on my knees. And then yeah, I because don't you're hard. you're not
1: gonna remember. Yeah, we're you. I I don't at least I do not remember when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> I have yeah. to remind myself too. Or if you're like me, you'll think about it
0: all night and you don't sleep because <laughs> you're like I can't forget what yeah. I was gonna do. And that's me. I dwell on things if I don't write them down. And so I love the fact that we need to think about that in the evening. We need to plan that out in order to be intentional with those five to ten minutes. And sometimes that five minutes is really just sitting mm-hmm. because you might just need that to start the day and it's okay not to do anything if that's if that's the me time that you need for the day or maybe just sit in, in prayer and not even open the Bible just pray and let God lead and um and that's it's good that's the thing like Cason said it's just find what works for you and find what fills you up that's going to get you ready and prepared for whatever the day brings so love that. So if you could, as we wrap up, if you could give my listeners one piece of advice about implementing their morning routine tomorrow, like let's start something tomorrow. This is my challenge for you guys. If you don't have a morning routine, I want you to start something tomorrow. So what would that be? How would how would we get them started?
1: Okay, so the first thing that I wanna say is I'm gonna go ahead and play devil's advocate here. So if you if you set out to get up earlier in the morning, and you either don't hear the alarm, or you somehow do snooze the alarm, or you for some reason, don't wake up. Do not let that be your last attempt. Like do not give up on yourself. That's the biggest piece of advice that I wish someone was telling me and kind of coaching me on and encouraging me with is don't, don't give up, don't give up on yourself, because you never know, like this might be the time that it sticks, or the next time might be the time that it sticks the habit that you've been trying to stick to consistently, which in this case is a morning routine, this, you know, the next time may be the time that you break through. So stick with it. And so that would be the first thing, because I feel like that I always had big, huge plans of like, I'm going to do this thing. I get so motivated. And then it is somehow is you know, or maybe the kids are going to wake up the one morning that you choose to get up earlier. Mine have done that before, especially when I was starting out. And I hear that from moms all the time. They're like, what in the world? I know I didn't wake them up. I'm not noisy. I don't know what's happening. I think they just sensed that I was awake earlier because the baby starts crying or the kids come out of their room when they usually sleep for like an hour later. So expect, you know, not negatively, but expect that, bumps may come up. There may be bumps in the road. You may come across hurdles. There are going to be things that come up and that happen. This is not going to work out perfectly and smooth every single time. But don't let your brain, you know, don't let your mind attach to those things and want to use them as excuses and give you ammo for why you shouldn't do this, for why this wasn't a good idea, for why you just don't even need to worry about this anymore. So that would be my biggest piece of advice is Do the things that we've talked about, set an alarm for just five minutes earlier. Don't even worry about 10 if you don't feel like it's maintainable or manageable or that you even want to. If you just want to do five minutes, just set your alarm, make sure it's to where you can't reach it and then get up and try it for a day, for two days, for a week, if you can and see how you feel after just a couple of days. Because then you really are, like Gabe was saying, you're going to feel more motivated to come back and have more of that space. Because it's addictive in like the best kind of way, like the most healthy way I can think of. Because you're actually uninterrupted for the most part. You know, most mornings you have time, you have space, you have stillness, you have quiet. And that can be scary when you're just starting out and doing that. But filling that time with what fills you up is going to help you to be a better mom, a better wife, a better friend, you know, just a better version of yourself. So stick to it. You can do this, try to use the positive, you know, self-talk and just reminding yourself that you can do this. It's okay. If it doesn't go according to plan, just keep trying and keep trying and keep trying because what you're fighting for is really worth it. And that's one thing we didn't really talk about. It's like your why, why do you want this? Why do you need this? And attach every single reason to that thing. When you question, when you start to wonder why, when you start to try to convince yourself of why you shouldn't, you know, come back to that why and remind yourself of why this matters to you. Because you want to be a better version of yourself for yourself and for your family.
0: Mm, The why is so important. And I know I talk about the why a lot when it comes to goals, because if you don't have a real, true, deep-rooted why, you're not going to keep going. Eventually, you will quit. You will let the naysayers or let the thoughts in your head just kind of keep you down. And so I can see how that fits right into this, because you have to have a reason to want to get up five minutes early or 10 minutes early. It's the same thing. Yeah, exactly the same. So having that why, and if you need to, use a little post-it note and put it on your mirror. Mm -hmm. Why are you getting up early? And really keep that in front of you because it it is empower it is powerful to see those things and to mm-hmm. be able to be reminded daily or more than once a day for why you do what you do and so that's a really great point, Kason. Thank you so much for sharing that. Man, this has been such a rich conversation, and I really hope you all decide to take that first step and just try it because, like we said, it's. It does kind of get addicting after a while when you have that time and you realize what it does for you and the energy it brings, even though you're tired in the beginning, the energy it brings and the intentionality that it brings and even just the peace that it can bring you. So, um, Kason, what's the best way for listeners to connect with you if they want to hear more?
1: Yeah. So the best way right now, my website's kind of under construction at the moment. So the best way to connect with me would be through the podcast. I've got all of my links and resources there, Her Pursuit. And then Facebook, if you search Her Pursuit, you'll find me over there as well. Awesome.
0: Thank you so much, Kason, for hanging out with me. This was so much fun. Thank you, Gabe, for having me. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes as it's one of the biggest compliments you could give me. If you have any friends or family whom you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to share it with them. Also, if you're not a part of our free Simplicity and Motherhood online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.